Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Ten race card, Murray Bridge. Magic Millions Racing Rewards says two-year-old race, three-year-old races. On a soft six, it's not expected like to be maybe that much worse but it has been a bit strippy Murray Bridge hasn't it if you're not in the right lane you can't win the rail's in the true position again which it was last time um, and I just feel like you know we really are guessing the way it's going to pan out the races so I think uh, again they do tend to want to get down the outside but of course they've been galloping down the outside so really going to be horses that handle the tyre tracks at the moment so looking for fit horses that can handle it um, and maybe patterns might merge by the end of the day. Yeah, so fair to say keep an eye on it in, say, the first three or four. And and the hard part being is you've got a sort of a two-year-old, an 82, a 78, and then a 60. You probably want to at least be after race four. You'd want to have a bit of a look, wouldn't you? I agree with that. Especially the smaller fields, you can get away with being on the inside um, when still the outside might be the best place to be. Right, let's get stuck into it. Race number one, it's the Magic Millions Racing Rewards two-year-old race. Uh, Nice little race, this. Um... Claire Bear, uh, test the law. Uh, I laid it last time uh, at a short quote and it went under over the 1,200 to Zoo Sensation and Joyrider by three lengths in a 68. It comes into this race, but this source of this club all of Richard and Chantel Jollies, I mean, this trial at Murray Bridge is as good a trial as you ever want to see from a horse, really. Won it by eight and a half. Um, it was only a $120,000 purchase. I would imagine that they've got this horse pretty well right on debut. It can't go too hard um, when they're on debut because they can do a lot wrong. But I'm seven from the one here. Okay. This is such an interesting race and it's such a good idea to have these $100,000 um, races for horses who are South Australian owned and bred. Um, look... I agree with you. The trial was so impressive. You just wonder if race experience does bring Tessa Law into it. I also like Prance and Dance. It keeps hitting the line well. Uh, is backing up, um, which young horses, you know, always makes you question mark that. Um, but 1,200 metres does look like it might suit. Attrition number five is one I'm keeping an eye on. It's out of Queen's Kiss, which um, Leon trained and uh, went quite well. And Soames, there was money for it in his first ever start um, at Morfordville Parks. And it was okay. Uh, Todd Panel takes a ride. has drawn a bit awkward. Um, and Lord Bentley is another one I'm, I'm interested in, but I think the numbers 7, 1, 12 and 5 is where I'm looking at. All righty. We'll go to race number two, benchmark 82 over the 1,000. Uh, it's LA Boom's turn, I think, here. Uh, they get uh, – it's Michaela Lawrence, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Uh, getting the claim um, with the three kilos. This horse will settle up on speed. Therefore, she gets to pick the lane. If you're 1.4 links off Calypso Rain at Murray Bridge over the 1,000 when you're not quite sort of ready to go, um, I would have thought coming into this race, you'd be right in it. So I am the two LA Boom. Then you've got to include Great Leveller. Adelaide's always ready to go and Shimino, but uh, LA Boom for me. Probably agree with you here. Um, Great Leveller is one I did like first up. Um, drawing barrier one might not be the best spot to be, I guess, that you'd really take in on trust. Adelaide I like as well, and it probably depends how hard they go in front for Adelaide to come into it. Uh, but if they don't go too hard and they sort of dictate that pace there, I think Adelaide Boom will be able to sort of be right there on the, the hammer. So I think uh, I'm probably with you with Adelaide Boom, to be honest. I just want her just to stack and rack. If she can stack and rack them, uh, they won't catch Adelaide Boom, I wouldn't have thought. Is that your sort of opinion? I mean, see, there's a couple that are drawn awkward here. I think... Um, 
Uh, Dylan Caboose from Karen Burns is probably going to come across from Barrier 7. It's probably a good option but to go forward. Um, and then if a great lever kicks up and holds a fence that little bit, it probably puts LA Boom sort of second or third. Um, but, yeah, it just depends if they do put pressure on. Then, I mean, Shimino can even come into it. But, yeah, I'd probably like Adelaide for the horse to get over top of them. Yep. Let's go to race number three, benchmark 78 over the 1800. This is wide open, this one. Um, I'm looking at uh, on my on topper here, not that keen, mind you, but Scottish dancer for Andrew Bobbin and Ben Price. Look, at Swan Hill, it was only sort of uh, three links off Paul's Regret and Adelaide Ace. They're not bad horses. Before that at Caulfield, it's only five links off Sir Davey. If Sir Davey's in this field, it absolutely belts the daylights out of him at six or seven links. Uh, Lakes Folly, you've always got to include it uh, in your numbers at some point. Platform's the one, the interesting one. It gets down in the weights here. It's drawn okay. Can do it up on speed. Um, Vorster takes the ride. Yeah, Vorster takes the ride. It's, it was only a length off Mr Pickwick uh, of Paddy Payne's, which won well the other week. Look, it's not a race I'm going to be launching. Two, uh, seven, six, four, one are my numbers. Um, Ishi Bansen, not the worst either, but wide open. Small field, but I think this is very tricky, this race. Um, be tempted, Paddy Payne. Hard to tip against him at the moment. Second up here, it has one... Uh, at Murray Bridge before as well. Uh, Lakes Folly, I agree with you. It seems to always be thereabouts and you can't leave it out. Um, Platform was one I just mentioned when eye-catching race last week. Um, and if it backs up well here with Vorster, I think it's one I like. Can't leave it your band sound out. I've been following it and has won at um, the Murray Bridge track before as well. But I came back to Scottish Dancer as well. Again, one on the track. Andrew Bobber knows what, what, how to win races when he brings over here. I like the claim from Ben Price. I think he's riding well. So I've actually come back to putting two on top Ooh. as well for value uh, with a saver on platform number seven. All righty. Uh, lining up early, Claire. Race number four, benchmark 60, 1400. Uh, I've got this as a three-horse race, and that is the five around the horn, the one So Say Angel, and the three short stories. Now, Probably the strategy here would be so say Angels, uh, what, three fifty in the market. The other two around about the $8 mark and $2.80 the place. You could probably sort of play those two at overs. I'm, I'm wondering whether or not around the horn is right to go here first up. I know the first up record, it has one first up. It'll do it up on speed. Um, short stories I've got a bit of an opinion of. Um, I know the second at Mount Gambier where it got beaten by Cully Ace, it, it uh, was three links off it, but I think it'll improve. But yeah, look. I'm just going to be playing sort of one and five and three and the winner's going to come from those. I came back to number five around the horn simply because it's a tough race. Yeah. And how do you um, follow all that? You think that McAvoy and Vorster have decided to bring this horse back to Murray Bridge to try and win a race. That's yep. what it feels like to me. Um, and 1,400 metre first up, you think they're probably looking for this race. Otherwise, why would they be bringing it? Yeah. Canada is one. I think, I'm not sure you mentioned that one. That's one that's been stiff um, and Hickmont at, at Murray Bridge. I think you've probably got to keep them safe. Uh, and again, as I say, Angel, I agree with you. It's very consistent. Um, look, it's up in the weight, but Campbell Rawill is riding well as well, taking that claim. Uh, yeah, so that's what I was coming back. But I've come back to number five. Yeah, we're lining up. Yeah. Uh, race number five. This is a tough one. 1,400 benchmark 60. This this is as hard to line up as there is. Yuri Royale, Angus Chung takes a ride. Look, you probably go back that Morville win on the 12th of uh, February. Uh, wasn't bad in a 60 there, and it beat Harley Moving Yuri Royale, in that race, funnily enough, and we saw what Harley Moving went on to do. Uh, it then went and was seven lengths off Morty and Sandblast, so you'd think something went wrong. Um, probably has to be on top, but... I'm also including the two, Hassle Free for the Brennans and Barrand again. Uh, I think this horse um, 
if you're 1.3 links off Big Sue, which we can see a little bit later in the card, uh, and headphones, I think you're going to be right in this race. And then the eight pivotal force, you can never rule off these Francis and Glenn Kent runners. Uh, one last start, Jake Torokin's going to get a bit of a look from 13. So I'm essentially one, two, and eight. This is a tough race as well, and it probably goes to show with the fact that Yuri Roller is favourite, but not a short price favourite. Um, so it's one that I'm sort of looking around, trying to find a little bit of value, and I think you can do that. Um, and I just I wonder about this Nathan Hobson. Look, he's brought a bit of a team across here. Uh, Campbell are running oh, number three, So to Hayes. Yep. Can you say that? So to Hayes. So to Hayes. And I just thought this might be uh, the one to back in this race. It goes forward, so it makes its own luck a little bit. Um, and looking at what pace there is in the race, it probably it can be could be a bit of a muddling run race. So that's kind of one I was looking at for a little bit of value there. I thought maybe um, number three, um, and then including Hassle Free because of Bren taking that ride. I know he's riding a bit of work at Gawler at the moment, so maybe he's um, you know riding horse for Sandy Brennan. Uh, and pivotal force, I agree with that comment. Um, Wayne Francis and Glen Kent, and the horses seem to like soft tracks. Whiskey Woman's one I thought as well to include in multiples. Uh, being trained to track as well. Uh, race number six on the card. It's the Racing Rewards SA three-year-old. Uh, I'm all about Karakazoo. I think it'll win. Only dangers are Q-Man and Legless Lady, but they've got to both grow a leg, uh, pun intended. <laughs> Karakazoo beats uh, Q-Man, Legless Lady. This is a race I've gone through, and it's interesting to see what speed there isn't. Well, basically, there isn't a lot of speed in this race. So I'm just wondering how that's going to suit horses like Legless Lady, who I've got a huge opinion of. Um, it, you know, it likes to get back in its races. So is it going to suit Karakazoo again? Is nearly just always that little bit off the pace, although it's drawn a lot better and could get the run of the race. Um, it just feels like totally discreet. If it's ever going to do something special, this could no. be it. <laughs> nah. oh, I'm not a fan of totally discreet. Nah. You know that. <laughs> but I'm just looking at it going, okay, so what's going to go forward and get that nice run? Um, and then Jarzeb, I thought as well, from the nice gate is a chance. Human can race handy as well. Um but, yeah, look, I, I'm, you know I'm a legless lady fan, but I probably agree with you about Karakazoo's form um, and if it brings its best form and, like, it was a, bit, a little bit stiff, it's probably say its last start of Flemington as well. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so it's hard to tip against. But I'm looking at here what is going to go forward and that's probably going to be one of the things that can be against If them. there's a complete and utter blowout, Princess Raffles is a horse that I think has been pretty unlucky and hasn't done a few things right. I know it's 61s, but I'm all about if, if Karakazoo wasn't in this race, um, it, I think it'll be more open, but this race is over. Well, I'm going to include number four, Cumin, number six, Legless Lady. And what did I say? Number I hate saying this. Number 14, Totally Discreet in a multiple oh. with number one. First leg of the quaddy, <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you what I'll be doing here, F for field. I've got no idea here. Jarmin's race, can't not include Jarmin. The more I look at this, <laughs> Angerston pops up and can win. Then you keep going down. Um, Mr. Marathon Man for Dean Saxon, not the worst. Upper East Side of Nathan Hobson has to be respected. Montepulciano can do it on ability. Pim's Party's deserved favourite. Uh, Zula can win. Fallow can win. Perfect Command, not the worst. Wide, wide, wide open, no clue. Field. Pim's Party's favourite by default. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I can't have her. So she'll probably be my lay of the day, to be honest. Um, look, I don't mind Fallow, Travis Dowdle, um, yeah, and I think Zula, number two, uh, John Barry, two, Will Clark in training, I think number 10. Right, race number eight, over the 2,500, benchmark 68. Found this one pretty tough too. I'm going to go with Smiling Assassin of Garrett Lynch. It's done nothing wrong, this horse. I think it gets under the guard. Won its last two, won the 58 over 2,500, and then went and won the 78 over 2,500 with uh, 54 kilos. I know it goes up to 61. They've left Aaron Boyd on, which I thought was really interesting. I would have looked for a claim here if I was Garrett, but probably going to try and do this 
uh, the tough way. Um, and then oh, you can't exclude Lord Boozer on. He's just been pipped the last couple of times. And then add Azurius and Erasm. So I am 3 one 11, 15. Look, I'm going with Lord Boozer on. I know you keep on picking him, but then I'm, just, I'm against I, him. Well, it shouldn't have won at Murray Bridge, but I think Chungi went a bit hard that day. Well, I think um, I think he's probably learnt from that, and so I'm hoping he's learnt from that. And I just think that Smiling Assassin now meeting at the weights, like I said, 61 kilos here, meeting at the weights um, not as well. You can back both of them. You're going to get fives and $8.50. That, that's probably more the play for me. Yeah, true. Look, I would have put Banzala in, but it keeps drawing awkwardly. I just think from that gate, it makes it a little bit tough. And Zofila, you've got to probably include in multiples, yeah, number if, five. Even if you had the quaddies, Zafala and Alcani, you can't ever leave those horses out because mm. they've got ability on their day, don't they? Capricorn Ridge, now I'm talking myself into yeah. out of it. But no, I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm sticking with number one, Lord Boozeron. Uh, race number nine on the card. This is definitely a, a three-horse race, in my opinion. Big Sue, I keep telling people this is a horse that tries. It tries its absolute guts out. If it gets headed, it goes again. Uh, 64 last start, 58 and a half at our gate seven. Kayla rode it. It can do it up front. It can do it from in. It draws a little bit awkward here um, in gate 12, but 58 and a half again in a similar field. Set to profit and unlaced to the only dangers. I'm only going to have three in the quaddy, nine, ten, seven. Mm. Okay. Tough race. Um, look, I agree with what you're saying about Big Sue, um, but I can never really always catch her in these sort of races as well. Um, look, Unlaced is one I'm going to try and, and go with again. Um, but now I'm picking Angus Chung again. Um, can he ride a couple? Blood, Sweat and Tears, I think you've got to include in your multiples. And maybe even uh, Merrimont Lass, which is a big blowout over these sort of trips, but um, can run a drum. Uh, let's see if we align here. Race number 10, benchmark 60 over the 1,000. I'm now on the Oakfield Geronimo train, and now I think it's time. I think they've gone with Lizzie Annals to claim at the right time. Uh, here, I know it's drawn inside, so it's a little bit sticky, but I'm going to back uh, Lizzie to actually find a spot here. That's the only query. Outside of that, you've got to go with the eight Jimmy's Edge, I think is a chance. Then go down the bottom, 13 gloved and the 20, which is Magic Phantom. Yeah, this is a tough race to finish the day. Um, I think Gloved deserves to be probably in the mix as well. It's a $7.50 favourite. Yeah, it's a very open race. Um, Magic Fan is one if it happened to get a run. I do like that as a horse. Um, Mr. Haberchat, I think um, it's drawn barrier 16. So I guess by the end of the day, you need to be looking at how the track is going. Uh, and Oakville Geronimo, who I do like with Paula Tremworth. Um, so I guess it's drawn the barrier one. So you'd be looking at those and probably including grand host Matthew, Matty Sayers. I reckon, geez, I reckon it's Oakfield. So Daunting Magic's probably one other one I'd put in the quaddy. You can't rule out David no. and Kayla. Yeah. Um, I thought you'd be all over Oakfield Geronimo. Yeah, well, I just, I don't know about the Mowbridge track, whether it's really going to be suiting it. But yeah, I do like it as a horse. But Barry one, she's a Stella's one I would like as well, Ryan Balfour's. But first up, you know, in this track, do we just leave it alone? Tough old day, isn't it? Mm. Overall. We haven't mentioned Mays West in the last two. Yeah. God. No, I, look, I think I'm coming back to three and six in that race. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.